Hello, everyone. Today on Swim Out of the Box, we talk about breaststroke and accordion drill. We talk a little history about breaststroke, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. We did hit some tangents, but what do you expect from us? It's what we do. Uh, so let's get to it. I hope you enjoy. I think I sound pretty good. It looks like I'm going to sound pretty good. Um, I'd like to, to issue an apology <laughs> to all of our listeners. Where is this going? I feel like the last couple of podcasts didn't sound very good. You mean like or the not, sound not, quality? Yeah, the sound quality wasn't where it should be. I'm not really sure why, because everything looked to be normal. Um, well, I'm sure all the listeners who know that you're a qualified sound engineer are very angry at you. No, but I know when I listen to a podcast, if it's like one episode sounds great and the next one sounds like garbage, I'm not very pleased by it. I, that much. I know that much. So yeah. just want everyone to know, I'm aware, I'm trying to make it better again. If anyone has tips, we would love them. Or if anyone's a sound engineer and just wants to, you know, record these for us i think the part about all of the sound <laughs> stuff that um maybe you don't know but like, i never know what people know nowadays i always feel like everyone knows everything but like you would think you just set it up and every time you then start again it's ready to go you have to set it up every single time like all the gains and all the other words that go all the other words. i don't know what they are the gain <laughs> is the only one i know but like you have to change it's it's always different it's not like you just set it up once and you're fine yeah so that's why we I really hope that at least the two of you who think that we're idiots right now will give us listening. the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> uh, it'd be nice to, at some point, set up a, a permanent podcast studio so we didn't have to mess with it all the time. Yeah. But it is also very dependent on who comes in as well. You know, like if we get a guest that comes in person, um, then all those adjustments have to be made for that specific person. Uh, but yeah. normally, if like the, the setup that we do now is kind of like this, I, I like to call it like a mobile setup where I can take it anywhere, basically. Mm -hmm. um, I have to always check my gains. I have to always check the other person's gains. And it's a little bit more difficult than uh, just plug and play. So Yeah. Um, anyway, I digress. <laughs> Thank you so much for the... At least I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Your apology. Oh, okay. Well, I guess I said that word in my head. <laughs> um, so, welcome to some out of the box. <laughs> Just us today. Yeah, keeping it, keeping it uh, internal today. Let's talk about some drills. Okay. I feel like we. Dewalt, Milwaukee. Oh, that, was, that was ha! great. Ha! I didn't know that you were a dad. Thank you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm not sorry. <laughs> so, um, we normally talk about freestyle drills. Ryobi, I got at least three. Oh, that's pretty good. Thank you, thank you. If you guys have any more drill recommendations, please email <laughs> Lissa at Lissa at theswimbox.com. Thank you, thank you. For all your drill recommendations. Yes, thank you. <laughs> um, so, we normally talk about freestyle drills. I'd like to talk about a breaststroke drill. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, mixing it up a little bit. Okay. I think Throwing that... a wrench into the drill mix? Ah, oh, I'm going to make tool jokes all 
this episode. You're such a tool. And we're done. Thanks for tuning in. Now we're now it's over. Otherwise, Dominic will kill me. You just got real loud, by the way. I can't help it. I get excited. Um, so I think that it's worth at least mentioning that breaststroke is not just a standalone uh, stroke for competitive swimmers. Mm-hmm. I think it's a, a stroke that open water swimmers need to learn. It's a it was originally a survival stroke. Um, Breaststroke was a survival stroke? Yeah. That's why it's silly that they, they race it. Wait, when? And um, I would like some background on this piece. I, I don't know when it started off the top of my head, um, but I do know that it was started because you can keep your head above the water with low effort and kind of do it indefinitely. Breaststroke forever. Yeah, think, think about like granny breaststroke. Where like, I'm gonna need an explanation of what that is. Well, like the blue hairs don't want to get their hair wet. The blue hairs. <laughs> yes. Whoa. Are you familiar with that term? I don't know. The only thing I'm thinking right now is blue French bulldogs. No, the the, the blue hairs. I know what you're meaning. Hair dye that turns blue. Or that really old character from some cartoon. I'm thinking of one and I can't remember it, so I'm gonna think of the other one, which is Marge's sister on The Simpsons. Uh huh. You can think of Marge. She's got blue hair. No, that's different. <laughs> um, so it's really was meant to keep people's head above the water so they can survive in open water. So it was really developed for open water. And then it just sort of got shifted into you know, the silliness of competitive swimming. <laughs> the silliness of competitive swimming. Yeah. I mean, I think, I, I've said it before on the podcast, but it's been a while. Why don't, why in track do, don't they make uh, the athletes run backwards swimming does you guys swim backwards now go swim backstroke what <laughs> doesn't make any sense why are we swimming butterfly doesn't make any sense well i swim butterfly because i'm good at it they're just made up it's like let's let's see who's the fastest everything's at this made up stroke. look at the shit that we have in our house like why who who was like i'm going to invent this and it's a jar that holds your utensils no bro it's a fucking jar you didn't invent it. You picked up a jar and put stuff in it. You did nothing. It's not necessarily the same, but okay. Um, you don't think a sticky note is a silly invention? No, I if think you it's think a of brilliant it, invention. No, if you think of it like as what it is, it's a piece of paper that sticks to stuff. Uh-huh. If but, you just write that, I'm like, I don't want paper that sticks to stuff. What's wrong with you? Right, but that's silly. why it's so brilliant is because the adhesive of it doesn't leave any marks. It doesn't, it's not a permanent adhesive. And you can re-stick it. If How I have to come up with that? an example that you agree with me, <laughs> we'll be here all day. So sure. Thank okay. you. Was, Thank you for capitulating. I really didn't know that about breaststroke, because that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, and so I think it, it, it makes sense not just for competitive swimmers, but also for open water swimmers to be focused on breaststroke at some point. You don't need to be an expert at it, but in open water swimming, there might be an opportunity that you have to do some breaststroke for sighting purposes or just getting your composure back. Mm-hmm. Um, or so, even just a portion of it, as opposed to the stroke as a whole. Yeah, <clears throat> right. Yeah, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of my favorite drills to teach for breaststroke is a timing drill, because breaststroke does have an odd timing. The stroke itself. Yeah. The timing of the stroke, the rhythm. Right? Yeah. It's the only stroke that the majority of forward propulsion comes from the legs. Mm-hmm. So that makes it a bit weird. And it's the only stroke that not all four limbs are moving at the same time. 
Ooh. Oh, interesting. Do you ever think about that? I have my thinking face on. It looks it's exactly the face. same as my hungry face. <laughs> um, that's interesting. I'm sorry. I'm like kind of at a loss. That's true. I Did I just blur your mind? I just like never really... You don't think about things in that perspective when you just grow up as a swimmer. Yeah, you just do. You just go. Yeah. And you're like, ugh, this stroke. Because what you just said actually made me feel like garbage because I'm really good at kicking and I cannot swim breaststroke to save my life. So it's if a you're a good kicker... Now, it could be for our triathlete friends and listeners who do a lot of running, they have very stiff ankles. Mm-hmm. Breaststroke oh. might be uh, very helpful, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and why but, is that? Well, just because you have to have your foot flexed the same sort well, of position. you said position. specifically for stiff ankles. So yeah, because you, you don't need to have an extended ankles? ankle. You just need to have the flexed ankle so that... So it doesn't help me loosen my ankles. It's no. just because I have this stiffness in my ankles. Yeah, you might actually be able to develop a better paddle on the bottom of your foot versus oh. someone like me who has, like, I'm actually missing a range, uh, a portion of my range of motion in my ankle. I don't have a good uh, flexion in my ankle. What a loser. I know, right? What do you mean? Uh, but I can I because can extend you, my ankle like a beast during flutter kick. Because you have bad flexibility. No, my ankles? flexibility, my my ligaments are way too loose in my ankles. Um, for breaststroke. Yeah, they're not. They're too fluffy. They're so great for a flutter kick and. So you can't create a kick. good paddle, is what you're saying? For me personally, yeah, and probably for a lot of people like you as well. Um, but people like me. Yeah, you just said that your your breaststroke. With blonde hair. No, people like you that have a bad brushstroke kick. Oh, uh, I didn't say that. I just said I was bad at brushstroke. So I think the whole thing is bad. Um, the so I what is this drill? The the drills accordion drill. Uh, we have a video of that of accordion drill on YouTube, right? Yeah, I'll put a link to it. Okay, um, I like accordion drill because it it teaches the timing very early on in the process, mm-hmm. um, and so. I think breaststroke is probably one of the more easy strokes to teach for survival, not to be, you know, world class in, mm-hmm. because at that point it's actually quite difficult because breaststroke's different than the other strokes in that it is very, it's varied. Period. It's right. just so all over the board. It's very like uh, swimmer specific and how things work, um, versus with like backstroke and freestyle and fly, you can make more general um, comments that would reach a larger group of people. Mm-hmm. Everyone's different for sure and everyone's going to have their own thing. But breaststroke it's very like if you watch the it's Olympics. Very individualized. Yeah, if if you watch the Olympics, you'll see like eight different breaststrokes going on at the same time. It's kind of weird like that. So, I think it's very important but to that understand that this is But they're still good. Is that what you're saying? Because if they're you can in the Olympics, they're still good. And see that they all look different. If you're in the Olympics, there's something positive happening. You know what I'm saying? Like there's obviously you're not you don't need to be a master technician to be in the Olympics. Sometimes you just have some outlier qualities. Um, but at the same time, breaststroke demonstrates how varied people can move but still move the same speed or faster. Kind of crazy. So, anyway, that's for a very high end breaststroker. We're talking about entry level breaststroke, very simple to learn because there's not a lot of moving parts necessarily. Mm-hmm. Everything to be taught can be isolated first without a lot of dependence on the previous or other steps or the following steps. 
like where freestyle, backstroke, and fly rely on a lot of things happening all at the same time. The breaststroke movements. does at some point, exactly. Breaststroke does at some point, but not initially. You can isolate the kick initially to focus on just learning how to do breaststroke kick, which would be really beneficial to start with because that's what moves you forward in the water, mm-hmm. right? So after I teach someone breaststroke kick, I like to teach them accordion drill because all you need to know how to do to do accordion drill is breaststroke kick. You don't need to know how to breathe. You don't know how to take. You don't need to know how to take a pull. All you really need to do is have some rhythm and know how to do a breaststroke kick. You're making a face like I sound absurd. No, I'm not. I know what the drill is, so I'm. It just sounds confusing because like you do breathe during the drill, and there you don't are have arm to, movements during the drill. So like that's just confusing to say. But you don't need. To, you don't take a proper stroke during the drill. You move your arms, but you're not taking a stroke. And so the, you mean in terms of knowing the stroke, you don't need to know these parts of the stroke, but you do know how you do need to know how to take a breath from that body position, and you do need to know no, you the don't. streamline. No, you don't. You don't. Okay. So you can please tell me why, because those are parts of the drill. You can do three iterations of the drill, need a breath, and go. Okay, I'll stand up now. But you're still moving your arms. You got fifty. But you're not taking a stroke. You took the breath out. That's yeah. fine. So but now you're not taking. I told you you don't need to take a proper breaststroke stroke, and you don't. You don't take a breaststroke stroke. You move your arms, but it's not a breaststroke stroke. So you don't need to teach someone breaststroke stroke first. All you have to teach first is breaststroke kick. That's it. And you don't even need to know streamline either. All you really need to know how to do is float on your stomach on the surface. With your arms extended. Extended, not streamlined. But still, your arms are involved. Well, you wouldn't teach someone any stroke without them knowing how to float. So that's a prerequisite for all swimming in general. Okay. Are you getting irritated by me now? I'm not irritated. I just don't want it to make it sound easier than it is. You don't just get in the water and kick. I didn't say that. I I know you didn't say that. What I said was... All you have to do first is teach someone how to do breaststroke kick. Okay, so why don't you explain the drill then? So, drill's very easy. Let me take a sip of my coffee first. Go ahead. I gotta, I gotta wet my palate first. Get your caffeine. Do that thing. Thank you. You asked me a question right in mid-sip. Um, so They can't see that, so I'll pretend that I can't see that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, accordion drill. Mm-hmm. Flat on your stomach. You can be in a streamlined position. Or you can just have your arms extended, shoulder width apart. Mm-hmm. And I actually prefer people to be shoulder width apart anyway. Um, because realistically, in breaststroke, you wouldn't be pulling your arms back in a streamline. You mm-hmm. push your arms forward in a streamline. Mm-hmm. So, arms are shoulder width apart and extended out in front, floating on your stomach. You're going to draw your hands in to your head. And you touch your head with your hands, and then you initiate your breaststroke kick. As soon as your hands touch your head. As soon as your hands touch your head. You start to kick. You start your kick, and your kick pushes, as it pushes back, it pushes your hands forward. Like an accordion. Like an accordion. It's not actually going to push your hands forward. You have to shove your hands forward with your arms, obviously. But that's how simple of a drill it is. Understanding or conceptually, it's simple. Yes. In order to do it, you have to be able to do a breaststroke kick properly, but you also have to have good rhythm or good timing. And 
the timing of breaststroke. But isn't that the whole point of the drill? That to is, teach you better timing? You got it. Well, better appropriate timing for breaststroke, but, you know, some people can learn how to dance really quickly, and then there's other people who can't, might be described as two left feet. I, was gonna, I would assume I would be the other people, because I didn't know people could learn to dance quickly. Um, <laughs> so, it's the same thing. you got to have some rhythm that you can kind of, like, pick up on internally. Um, okay. But the reason why you touch your hand, your head with your hands, it's a physical cue. That tells you, okay, now I'm allowed to move my legs. Mm-hmm. And once your legs start pushing, you shove your arms forward because in breaststroke, in a competitive breaststroke, and I would say even for a survival breaststroke, you want your arms out in front of you as close to a hydrodynamic position that you can get in before you generate the push of your kick so that you can maximize the propulsion of your kick. Okay. Makes sense? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean... So you look like an accordion. Conceptually, it sounds super easy, but it is... feels a little wonky when you first yeah, start it. Yeah, the first, like, two to six Even when you, even to six you can swim breaststroke very properly. Like, it's just an odd thing to do, I guess, because it's not the timing of breaststroke that you're used to with your stroke, if you can swim it. Or... If I can swim breaststroke if, and you have me do this drill, I'm mm-hmm. like, what? Or if... You can swim breaststroke, and the timing of this drill feels a bit off to you. Maybe your timing of breaststroke is a bit off. Right. But it's still an odd concept to tell someone to do. You can't just be like, oh, I can swim breaststroke. I can do this without thinking about it. That's not how it's going to go. Right. So um, just this might be obvious. In breaststroke, you don't want your arms pulling at the same time that your legs are kicking. Can you even do that? Absolutely. I'm thinking to myself about this one. Absolutely. A lot of people do that initially. Interesting. Okay. It's just a rhythm. It's a rhythm thing. It's it's easier for our minds to move all of our limbs at once. Think about walking. All of our limbs are moving when we walk. All right? It's easier for our limbs to all move at once than to separate. Now, and that's what breaststroke is requiring. When you're teaching, when so talking about how you don't want to pull at the same time that you're kicking during breaststroke... Do you work on the undulation of the stroke at all? I wouldn't because say that there's that... an undulation in breaststroke. I think that's um, a passe concept. Oh. Yeah. I guess Dominic and I haven't really talked about breaststroke ever. <laughs> I've never worked with you on your breaststroke, actually. Yeah, that would be stupid and pointless. No one needs um, to see that. So, I, I would say... Because at my swim team, my swim team that I grew up swimming on in this area... Um, in what area? Northern Virginia. Oh, because we don't just have people that listen to us in Northern Virginia. So. Oh, I don't know. Maybe someone wanted, you know, a fun game to try to figure out where Ooh. we were. Cause it's really not that hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was just, it, it was just a very large component of teaching the timing of the stroke. Because they would incorporate a chest press into it. Mm-hmm. Like, because taking a step back, freestyle and backstroke are long axis strokes. And breaststroke and butterfly are short axis strokes. That's something they teach you when you're younger. Here. Teach all over the place. Maybe they've stopped teaching. I don't know. You're looking at me like people um, aren't going to know what these words are. Um, I still teach it as a short axis strokes, um, but I definitely have which I guess read and heard define. people talk about like, oh, we shouldn't talk about short axis or long axis anymore. I don't know if I agree with that 100. percent I well, understand explain, where they're coming let's from. Let's explain what they are. Um, short axis meaning that the axis in which you are traveling on is vertical through your center of gravity, basically. 
uh, long axis being the axis in which you rotate on um, through basically your spine ver uh, horizontally. Does okay. that make sense? Mm -hmm. So in terms like that, like they, it's very easy to put breaststroke and butterfly in one category and yes. backstroke and freestyle in another. And so in the vein of that thought, the team would teach chest press drills for short axis strokes. Right, because uh, back in the, I don't know, not to mention the how fact that PVS made it legal. Potomac for, Valley Swimming. Potomac Valley Swimming and US, USA Swimming, swimming. Yep. made it legal for you to do that little dolphin-y move during breaststroke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they leaned real hardcore into that. But during the early some 2000s. Some Olympics, some, some kid did some butterfly early, kicks. It was, it was um, Japanese breaststroker. I can't remember his name. Ugh. I don't know. But I'm you only get one, and that was a new thing. Like, now, off your start, you get one butterfly kick before, like, during your pullout. Right, but even during um, the actual stroke itself, there was, in the early 2000s, there was an undulation similar to butterfly. That's what, they, that's what I'm talking about. the late 90s, That's basically. what I'm talking about. That's right. what they taught us. Right, I know that. That's not really taught anymore. It's not really done anymore. Mm. Um, there is... Way a, my breaststroke game. You should. There Someone is else talked a, to you about this. Well, we're, we weren't supposed to get into this much detail about breaststroke, and it was really about the drill. Um, and, and the point of this drill is to make it simple for people to start to learn the coordination of breaststroke. Um, and I don't want to get too down the, the rabbit hole of a more advanced breaststroke, because this drill isn't meant for advanced breaststroke. This drill is more about entry level. Once you know your breaststroke kick, what's the next step? Mm -hmm. Some people might think the next step is to work on their arms, but I disagree. I think the next step is to work on the timing, and then you work on the arms. Why do you disagree? Uh, if you don't have the timing right, then your arms are only going to make it more confusing. Make what? The stroke as the a whole? The timing and the stroke as a whole more confusing. Um, so I like to do kick first for breaststroke, I guess for freestyle as well. Um, and for backstroke. The only one I don't do kick first for is butterfly, actually. What do you do first for butterfly? I work on the arms first in butterfly. Because I'm crazy. Psycho. I am. Mm. Nuts like that. Um, so kick first, work on your breaststroke kick, and then the next step is work on your timing, accordion drill. Simple concept. Awkward to do at first, but easy enough to, to learn. Um, it makes a lot more sense to watch a video of it. Um, other other coaches might call this inchworm, right? That's what we've heard. That's I, what we've been told on I've the streets. I've never done this drill, ever. Nor have I heard of it. So You mean you've never done this drill until you met me? Yes. Got I was it. getting there. <laughs> I was about to say. I did it. I'm in the video. Yeah. There's you swimming in it. There I've you go. done it once. Yeah. Um, so. Oh, I don't know if anyone can hear that, but Evie is growling up a storm. Um, UPS guy. I mm. saw a UPS truck and she heard a beep. She She's hates got UPS. Issues with UPS. USPS, FedEx, Amazon. She could care less. UPS though. Doesn't like them. Mm -mm. I don't know why. We're actually not kidding, by the way. It's very strange. <laughs> it is very strange. All right. Um. So, if there's any questions about accordion drill, obviously check the video out first. Mm -hmm. But once you watch the video and you go practice it and you have questions, please. Email Lissa at Lissa at theswimbox.com with all your drill recommendations and your accordion drill suggestions. Describing it makes it sound like it's very complicated, but once you watch it, it's going to be like, oh, okay, got it, got it, got it. I think the description sounded simple. 
I think it's it, it can sound like it's going to be a complicated thing to do. Yeah, but it's not. Timing. Timing's complicated. Work on your rhythm. Dance like nobody's watching. Do accordion drill. Are you going to embroider that into a pillow? I'm going to do... I'm, I'm going to make t-shirts. Swim caps. Let's say Swim dance. caps are cheaper. Let's do swim caps. <laughs> do drill like nobody's watching. Do drill like nobody's watching. <laughs> drill like nobody's watching. How about that? I don't know. Kind of like do drill. Like, do drill. You'll be like, what? Like, do drill. Just, just go with it. Do it. Hashtag do drill. <laughs> All right. Let's wrap this up. Um... You know what? We haven't really heard from people recently, and I really want to hear from people. I want to hear some comments about drills. Uh, I want to know what people's favorite swimming drills are. People's I, favorite swimming drills? Yeah. Um, I, I, I want to explore some new drills that I don't know. So if you guys have some drill recommendations, let us know. You can leave comments on the YouTube channel, or you can email us. Um, yeah, that'd be awesome. I'd love to hear about some stuff we don't know. Yeah. Or if there's, like... If you want to video yourself doing the drill and show it to us, because mm -hmm. it can be very difficult to describe a drill, especially written form. Um, not always the easiest thing to do. Yeah. Uh, or if you know of a video, you can send us a link and show us the video. I, I, I'm just really curious about what's out there now and what people are doing and you know where we're at. Or if you have a really, really stupid one, like all the uh, NVSL kids' favorite drill at least when I was growing up, was just dolphin dive for butterfly. Best drill ever. It is so dumb. Best drill ever. You literally no do a butterfly. <laughs> you don't even have to you do a butterfly stroke. <laughs> because you're starting in water that's like three feet deep and you're just standing. But they tell you that you're, you're doing a butterfly stroke, diving to the bottom of the pool, right. and then pushing back off with your feet to just do it again. There is no point to this drill that I've ever found useful besides that it's great fun when you're in the summer. It is great fun. Absolutely. <laughs> it's actually very beneficial for open water swimmers to learn how to do duck dives to get through waves. What's a duck dive? See? You don't even know. Why would I know I'm not a duck? <laughs> duck dive. It's a surfing term. Um, do you, you use it to dive below the wave before it crashes. So a lot of people have a hard time. Oh, I didn't know there's a name for that. Yeah. <laughs> well, have you ever seen a duck dive into water? No. Really? I don't know. No, I don't know. Maybe. We gotta go to some ponds or something. I mean, I'm just sure I probably have. Nature. Um, I don't know. You have. You definitely have. Um, That's the sort of question when you're like, oh, have you ever seen a black squirrel? And people have to think for a second. A lot of people haven't. They're very popular over here, though. We see them all the time. I know. But like, you have to think. You're like, have I? Oh. I remember the first time I saw a black squirrel. See, there you go. Yeah. It was... A very confusing moment for me. Maybe the first time I see a duck dive, I'll have like a eureka moment and it'll just, just stick with me forever. So that, that, that stupid drill does is terrible for butterfly, but it is actually a really great drill to learn how to jump off of you know, the shoreline through waves so that you don't get pushed by the wave. Oh. Well, this is interesting then because it's a stupid drill for swimming. Yep. Competitively. Yep. In, in, a pool. in a pool. Yep. But useful for open water. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah, I would definitely like to hear about some of these things. I'm sure there are a ton that I have no idea about. And I can talk about chest press and how terrible that'll make you in your butterfly and brushstroke if you exaggerate it like people want you to. Yeah, I would say it's it's a fine line. It's a hard thing to, to say don't press your chest, but you have to press your chest a little bit. Yeah, but yeah. but that team taught it to an aggressive level. Oh, I mean, when you... To a point where if you actually input it into your stroke the way they wanted you to, you would not go anywhere. A variation of that drill, by the way, is trying to jump over the lane ropes. What do you mean, jump over the lane so, ropes? So... 
Like from if the side stand- of the pool? No, no, no. If you're standing in the water in the shallow end, and you're going up, um, I don't know how to describe it. You're not going down the lane. You're going across the pool. The way you're not supposed to swim. Correct. Uh-huh. So you jump and roll your body over the lane rope, stand up, do it again, do it eight times. I love how all of the it's swim coaches so that fun, everyone but so has pointless. ever had love to put all of their swimmers in so much peril and just not give a shit. Like, every single year on my college team, which was D3, don't get me wrong, the first day of practice, we would stand on the side of the pool and have to jump over the first lane rope. Do you know how far that is? Do you know how... Um, it's probably, depending on the pool, it's probably around six to eight feet. People are not on the track team. <laughs> we had to do it every year. And I'm like, someone's going to fucking die, or some dick is going to get ripped open, there's going to be testicle hanging out on the lane rope. Wow. That might have been the most graphic I've gotten in this podcast. I'm sorry. I do apologize for that if, one. If there's anyone still listening at this point. I don't even know. No one knows. This one's been all over the place. Courtney drill. Go do it. (laughs) No, send us your weird drills. I want to hear about them. I'll put out some posts, too, and see what I can get. Get some interesting information. Cool. Maybe we can dissect some of them. Yeah. Or maybe we learn something new. Yeah. Why not? All right. Swimbox. Theswimbox.com. On Instagram, we're swim underscore box. Facebook, we're the swimbox. You can find us. You know all the things. Give me all the information. We'll go from there. If not, I'll just sit around talking about how swim coaches want to kill all their swimmers all the time, and that probably wouldn't be a very good podcast. Um, considering I I'm a swim coach, I would fall into that category. I mean, everyone and I participates. Don't want to kill <laughs> so, all right, let's wrap this up. Then we're done. We're good. I'll just you know say that I know swim coaches aren't trying to kill people because it is 2020. Who knows what's going to happen since I said that? Oh, before we go, there was I didn't read the article, but there was a headline of podcasts are now the new misinformation that people need to be aware about. Duh! Hello, of course they are. Anyone can have a microphone and put it on the internet. Duh! Thanks for this wonderful piece of knowledge. So, I had no idea. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> so, even though I'm an expert in swimming, I would still say to people, take everything I say on this podcast with a grain of salt. Especially me. Especially Lissa. Especially me. <laughs> People should probably just find a function that they can mute my sound. And so the podcast is just you. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be an odd podcast. I'll see if I can get that to people for Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) We'll work on it. Maybe I'll I'll go through this podcast and I'll just cut you out. Every time you say something, I'll just cut it out. That'd be great. I'll put a version out. (laughs) I like it. Sounds good. Merry Christmas, everyone. (laughs) All right. Merry Christmas. Bye. Bye.